The following podcast is brought to you by the BICBP Radio Network. to another episode of History Creeps. I had to think there for a minute. I've been doing so many different spin-off shows to History Creeps, I had to remember which one I'm on. I am one of your co-hosts, Chris Chavez, joined by my illustrious and spooky partners in crime, Carter Johnson. Hola. And Johnny Townsend. I've decided to make a, a giant change in my life. <laughs> and, I mean, this is this is not an easy decision that I've made. I've really thought about this and put a lot of energy into this and i've already started it so the more that you guys can like make me feel better about this decision i've made uh, and that of course is to watch the complete series of alf and uh so far it's going very well i'm about three episodes in and i do not regret it at all how could you <laughs> it's so fantastic i forgot how much i loved it <laughs> so it's gotta good. be better now too because there's like see, that was such a punny show oh yeah you know oh, yeah. that i feel like now it would be even better because you'd get more of the jokes it's also oh, really you get heart- all the it's, jokes now it's also heart-wrenching at times wasn't that like, always weird man or yeah. Show, yeah. like the old shows like that you got into it and like even punky brewster could pull at your heartstrings man oh gosh yeah yeah i'm punky <laughs> old punky brewster but yeah I, that was uh, a good decision though dude i don't think you can go wrong with that decision it's made me very happy. It's what I've been watching here lately since when I'm drawing. So uh, I, I don't regret it at all. The first episode, though, like the pilot episode of it, uh, uh, you know, of course, he crashes there in their garage and all that stuff. Yeah, I remember Sorry, that. spoiler alerts. For, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but like there's a couple things I'd have forgotten. I'd forgotten they would do shots of him full body. I, oh, guess yeah. I don't know how they I would assume it's like it was like a, a small person in a suit or something. Uh, but they would also, uh, at the very end of the first episode, uh, he freaking tries to call his, uh, his friends from his planet mm-hmm. and it's just depressing. I remember that. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I was like, man, this is depressing. Yeah. I was going like, to say, ha- yeah, I was going to say, this is a good show to put on to keep your spirits up while you're drawing, but maybe not the first episode. <laughs> Cause isn't they just, he, isn't he kind of a loser on his planet? I am I remembering so. that right, or am I am I remembering that wrong? I don't know. We have to go into the. I'll tell you after I'm four seasons done. I do remember he was floor. a scientist, right? He was a scientist on his planet. I I don't know. I haven't got that part oh, of the show. It's been I a long feel time like that was see. The there place. was a non-canon cartoon that was all took place on his planet. You guys remember that? No. Yeah. Where he was just, just like love, a party guy, basically. You know. <laughs> I just love that I've started this this whole show about talking about Alf. Hey, he is an alien, dude. It fits, okay? Yeah, it works. Exactly. Alien life form. Alien life form. Dude, that was, uh, I think that was probably one of my earlier 
contacts with the idea of alien life form, you know, because Alpha yeah. was when we, I was really, really, really young before I even got into UFOs and stuff. So just the idea of alien life form, I'd have to say that's probably my first contact, if you will. And that was a big show. Like, yeah. when it was on. like it was a big, successful show for a long time. Like people watched it. You yeah. Know? Like it was. And it was like super mainstream for the time. So, yeah, I don't. Now that you said that, I remember watching Alf too and not even thinking about that. You know yep, that yep. it was that. It, oh, hey, I'm watching a sitcom about an alien. Like that's not Mork and Mindy. Right. Right. Yeah. It hits you kind of. It's it's like one of those things that you you realize after the fact. It's like an unexpected thing. Like wow, that was weird. That 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 I didn't even think of it that way at all. Yeah. 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 That, that is weird, but <laughs> it's true. I, I remember when I found out that Alf stood for alien life form. I was like, no shit, right in front of me the whole time, and I never even picked up on it. <laughs> you know what else was unexpected is uh, my first current creep, guys. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, nice. You like that transition? Very unexpected yeah, nice. as well. Yeah, nice. Very nice. Uh, Very professional. Check this out. Here, locally, Niagara Falls, New York. Let me ask you something. You both have eaten at the fine establishment known as Chili's, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. They're all pretty much the same, same layout. You know, the, the basically yeah. you walk in. Some of them have the little benches out front that you sit at and wait while your little, you know, for your little buzzer to go off. Uh, but everything's kind of the same. It's not like there's anything different, maybe different hedges and stuff. But overall, when you go to a Chili's, uh, you know what to expect. When you're walking out, nothing changes, right? Right. Imagine if you decide you want to walk to a Chili's and you find the remains of a dead person. Okay, 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 calm down. Not body parts, okay. Let's say you found the ashes, an urn. So here's what happened in Niagara Falls here. A Niagara Falls woman, this is coming from the uh, WIVB Channel 4 website. Uh, A Niagara Falls woman made a mysterious discovery outside a restaurant on Military Road. She says she found a man's ashes by the front door. Elizabeth Confer says she found the black box outside of Chili's on Military Road in Niagara Falls on Sunday when she was on her way to work there. So she's a worker, actually. She says when she looked inside, the ashes were labeled Edwin Carcos Colucci Funeral Home with the date February 25th, 2012. It also has a cremation case number. Yes, it has a case number to it as well. Uh, But it remains a mystery as to how the box got there and who it belongs to. News 4 found that Kaluchi Funeral Home uh, in North Tonawanda that's labeled on the box no longer exists. Confer says, yeah, Confer says she brought the box to her manager who then called the, the Niagara Falls police. Uh, she, yeah. said, she, says, <laughs> she says, quote, a lot of people thought it was really morbid and weird, and I was just like, I would rather than go home in a sense. I know someone who had lost something and someone took their urn, and they haven't gotten it back, and I would be upset too. You can't get that back. Uh, Confer says she posted about finding the box on Facebook, hoping someone would find it. Her post had been shared several times. Um, Apparently, there was a woman who was tagged on the Facebook thing, and Confer sent her a message, but she hasn't heard back. So, this goes out to you people as well. If you're a family member or know anyone who may know the family of Edwin Carcos, and you think this may be the remains of somebody you know contact niagara falls police but isn't that creepy guys what would you do if this was you so johnny you're going out 
Uh, you know, you and Trevor just had your successful 150th episode of Retro Bliss, and you said, you know what, we're going to celebrate in style. We're going out yeah. to Chili's. Uh, Sounds like us. You yeah. walk up, and there's a box. Now, first of all, if you see What's a, in the a, box? <laughs> <laughs> if you see a little black box just kind of sitting off to the side in this day and age, where the if you see something, tell someone type of shit going on. Do you even bother to see what it is? Like, are you curious enough to see what that is? I don't touch it for fear of what's inside. Like, it could be anything. So why would I touch that? Now, is Trevor curious enough to? Could you speak for him and say no. whether or not he would? I could speak for him and say he wouldn't touch it either. Okay. What about you, Carter? Um. Well, I'm either, gonna ha- I'm either going to have one of two reactions. If I'm heading into Chili's, I'm either going to be like, oh, well, there's a black box. Uh, guess I'm going inside. <laughs> uh, get a beer. Or I'm going to pick up the black box. If it's a bomb, one of two things is going to happen. Either I'm going to realize it's a bomb or suddenly it's not going to be my problem anymore. That's an old demolition tech joke. Um, yeah. Anyway, I, I don't know, man. I'd probably be like, dude, that's a black box. I'm not. What, 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 what the hell is that? Why is it sitting here? Because you're right, dude. Like when, nowadays, when you see stuff like that, you, you, you get like paranoid. Yeah, yeah, you're almost kind of like, I don't want just like Johnny said, you don't know what's in it. So you're almost just yeah. kind of like, I'm not messing with that. And, no. w- and what if it's like Chili's uh, property or management put it there or you know it's, what I mean? Like It's I'm not rarely to something it. that's good for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, It's really going to be a fun surprise. You're right, right? Nobody ever leaves a box of like, uh, you know, a couple thousand dollars in cash just right. laying in front of a Chili's. Or a yeah. bunch of drugs or something, you know what I mean? It's Why usually, not, man. It's usually I love that that's your two. I love that that's your two uh, options of great things. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's wrong with that? Well, I'll tell you. There was the one time I, I, I told you. Well, we'll go to. The, I'll tell you guys the story after the fact. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I would. I think I would be curious, man. I would totally look into. I'd be it. curious too. Don't get me wrong. I still would. I, still I would look I still into would it. it. I would. So just know if you and me and Trevor are ever hanging out, we're going to the Chili's, I'd be the one to open it. Niagara Falls man blows himself up along with his friends. <laughs> there you this go. Seriously. <laughs> They're just right, visiting. Well I, well, I have a local current creep as well. Ooh. Uh, Hickory Man, this is the headline. This is from WCNC.com. It's the local NBC uh, uh, you affiliate. Know, affiliate here. Uh, Hickory Man claims he spotted three Bigfoots. So I guess multiple Bigfoot is Bigfoots, not Bigfeet. The man recorded, I've actually watched this video, nearly 10 minutes of what he described as an encounter with three Bigfoots in the foothills. Uh, He shared a video claiming it shows the encounter. Uh, Doug Teague said he shot the video two weeks ago. This is pretty recent, too. Uh, While retrieving game cameras, he set up in a wooded area of McDowell County, which is not too far from here. Ooh, those uh, are those those cameras seem to be the ones that are now starting to catch these weird things we see in the woods, right? Like I've yeah. I've I've gone down that rabbit hole on YouTube watching Same. these these yeah. cam- uh, what is it called? What are they called? The uh, trail cams. Trail cams. One of my favorite YouTube. Yeah. Rabbit oh holes, my actually. god. <laughs> yeah. I have not seen this one though. So what's the deal? Uh, Tig said he was walking back to his truck with his dog uh, named Crazy Daisy Obviously. when the encounter happened. A rock was thrown, he said. My dog chased it. I just kind of stopped, took the phone out, gazed the hill. He said that's when he spotted three different Bigfoots 
watching him from a hill. He said he recorded about 10 minutes of the video during the encounter. Uh, he shared that snippet with NBC Charlotte, and it obviously made the rounds and went viral around here. Uh, I was like a giddy school kid, he said, just nervous, heart beating. It was crazy. He also happens to be a member of the Catawba Valley Bigfoot Research Club in McDowell <laughs> County. I mean, of course he is. Avi. Yeah. Uh, the county is considered a hot spot for Bigfoot sightings. The whole Foothills area here is. Um, though, through the path leading to the larger-than-life creature often goes cold. Uh, scientists argue there is no evidence Bigfoot exists and may consider it a myth. There's probably a lot more evidence than people realize, he said. People hide it. They don't want people to ridicule them. So that's the whole article. Uh, if you actually watch the video, I've watched it a couple times. In my opinion, this is just my opinion. Feel free to disagree with me if you've seen this. Uh, you can't tell anything. <laughs> <laughs> I've not seen it yet. I'll have to look at I, it. Yeah, I don't know how. Now, I was watching it on my phone, so maybe if I watched it on the bigger screen, it would make a difference. But I don't even know how he got three different figures out of it, but that's just me. I have a question. Yes. Is he insinuate? Is he saying he threw the rock and his dog went after it, and that's when he noticed something? Or no. is he saying that the Bigfoot wanted to play, the Bigfoots wanted to play, you know, uh, fetch with the dog? Or that's was he the trying to be. I understood it from where this article is written. Was the dog the throwing the rock. the rock to try to, like, repel the dog because they were afraid? They were just, you know what I mean? Well, in a lot of Bigfoot sightings, there is a lot of people who say that they throw things. Huh. So that's not unusual. I've heard that many times with the Bigfoot encounter that somebody, like, they threw a rock or a stick or something. They say how big the rock was? No, he doesn't say in this. Yeah, I'm gonna have to Doug take a look at this footage. Was too giddy like a school kid. <laughs> yeah, but isn't that like a normal thing? I mean, normal's relative in this situation. But <laughs> yes. haven't there haven't there been other reports of people uh, 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 saying that they they've had rocks thrown at them? Yeah, uh, by supposed Bigfoots, and there's also like the wood knocking and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, all those are normal things with uh, Bigfoot encounters, according to most people who get into that stuff. But yeah, so that's a local story. We get a Bigfoot story around here every, I say we probably get two a year. It's pretty fun. <laughs> I've never seen one. We're just going to have a, we should just have a Bigfoot segment on the show. Every single time there's a new sighting <laughs> in your area, you have to report on it. I will say this. There was a Bigfoot convention recently within the past week or two. It's the uh, second annual one in Marion. I try to get us to go to it uh, the first year. Uh-huh. Uh, and I watched a video from it. That thing is huge. Like it had amazing turnout. Is and they had people park at the high schools around there and bust them into the thing. So, so history creeps is getting a table there next year. I feel like we might want to look into it. There's no question. <laughs> Perhaps gonna, so. We'll definitely do it. Um. Oh God. Well. Oh, this is what I was gonna say. Okay. So at this thing, do, is there cosplay? Are there people wearing Bigfoot cosplay? Oh yes. Yes. There's. Okay. Have people dressed up as Bigfoot, all kinds of different Bigfoot. So that tells me easily you can get yourself a nice little costume and mess with the people in North Carolina. Yeah, well, any state. Don't just you know target my state like that. <laughs> well, I'm just telling you, you because you were saying when you get what two reports a a month on there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somewhere no, there. but you're right, I'm, right? I don't know that I'd try for that though, because I'd be I'd I'd be the idiot that got shot by a hunter. Thinking that's what I was about to score. say. Somebody was likely to shoot you here though, too, yeah. as well. Hell oh yeah, no. seriously. Yeah. Hell no. Oh man, that's interesting. But uh, yeah, I think you should be the uh, you should do the the reporting on Bigfoot sightings in North Carolina. Squatch watch. There you go. There History you go. creeps. <laughs> I do have another one, but I'll uh, I'll go after Carter gives his. Okay. Well, it turns out mine was from last year, so you go right ahead. 
So screw me, right? (laughs) All right. So this is from CNN.com. This uh, was like a week ago, somewhere around there. I actually shared this with you guys. Uh, An underwater observatory went missing from the bottom of a bay, and scientists don't know why. Yeah, that's crazy. An underwater lab disappeared one night last month. So this has actually been a month away since this has happened, but they just now were telling people, I guess. And scientists have no idea what happened. I'm going to mispronounce this, and I apologize. The Bachness Eck Observatory might have been, quote-unquote, forcibly removed from a bay in Germany. Uh, and with it went precious data about the state of the Baltic Sea. Uh, the data transmission from the underwater sensor suddenly cut out one night in August when divers went to investigate. Uh, they found nothing but a shredded cable that once anchored it. Uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, you know things that people think it might have been. It could have been anything from uh, you know it was like maybe like a weird wave or tsunami that happened in that area mm-hmm. down to uh, a sea creature of some sort. But it hadn't been a, a humongous sea creature. Yeah, I was going to say, because I saw footage of the the cables that are under there, and those things look monstrous. Yes, yes. Like, it's pretty heavy, dude. It'd have to be, right, to keep it down there by itself in the first yeah, place? Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, I mean, probably whatever the biggest whale is we have, right? Yeah, the blue whale. But I don't think it's going to, it's not going to be there. Yeah, I wouldn't think so either. Um, this thing actually cost around three hundred and thirty thousand dollars, so it's a pretty expensive piece of equipment here. And they weigh more. And this is the other thing: they weigh more than fifteen hundred pounds combined. So it's over. It's almost a ton. Wow. Uh, they they said that it that could be a, could have been a storm, the current, or sea creatures to blame for its uprooting. Uh, but they said it also could have been people. They really just honestly have no uh, answers for this. So. That's all they know so far. I, I'd like to think it's an underwater creature we've not seen yet. That was what that's my hope. It's gotta be, right? Yeah. Obviously. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. You heard it here I'm first, folks. This. I'm with you. You heard it here, creepers. <laughs> history it's a Squatch. Yeah, history. <laughs> We're the good the first to call wait, is that a such thing yet? It better not be. Trademark history creeps. Sea <laughs> Squatch. <laughs> sea squatch, where squatch, there squatch. Uh, <laughs> Everywhere is squatch. <laughs> All right. Um, so cool, cool. That's our current creeps for this episode. Uh, that was a pretty full episode, a full segment. We don't normally have three stories. Normally, it's one or two. Uh, so yeah, we need to make up for the past episodes where we hadn't had very many. Exactly. So. Um, All right, guys. You guys ready for my topic for today? I am. So I wanted yeah. I wanted to talk about the mysterious death of Natalie Wood. So you know you guys know this story, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, uh I believe some famous people besides Natalie Wood are part of this, correct? Oh, yes, for they are. Sure, for sure. So let me take you guys on a journey back to nineteen eighty one. So I wasn't out, born yet. Pull out your stonewashed jeans. Spike up your hair, put on your Ray-Bans, and throw on some winger, because we're going back to 1981. <laughs> we we got to be the first podcast to reference winger. I couldn't even, you know ever. what, Aaron's going to kill me, but I Where's couldn't. Where's Stuart with his winger t-shirt? <laughs> I can't even tell you if 1981 was then, it was when they were around. But anyway, <laughs> on November, uh, November 29th, 1981, uh, the body of a woman 
was found floating face down in the Pacific Ocean off of California, uh, California's Catalina Island. She was wearing a flannel nightgown, a down jacket, and, a wool, and wool socks. A couple of days later, on November 30th, Chief Medical Examiner of L.A. County Coroner's Office, Thomas Noguchi, announced that his determination of an ac- uh, he announced his determination of an accidental drowning. He noted that there were superficial bruises on her body, uh, likely from falling in the water, and that there were scratch marks behind her leg and one on her cheek. This was the body of Natalie Wood. She was a famous actress at the time, and she had gone missing the night before. So on the morning of November 29th, 1981, they found her floating face down, and no one could answer for why she was there. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about Natalie Wood. Are you guys familiar with many of her roles or, or not so much? Or do you know her more from this? I know um, her more from this, but because I I'm going to tell you, an actress. I'm not sure what movie she was. Oh in, my though. god! Let me tell you something. Because when I saw her first film, I was like, "Oh, holy crap! That was her first film, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street." Yeah. Oh, who does she play that's, in that? That's what I thought. Uh, she began acting at age four, and uh, she was the eight year old girl. Oh wow! Yeah. I love that movie. Well, now you know that was Natalie Wood. She was also a supporting actress in Rebel Without a Cause with James Dean. Yeah? Okay. Uh, She was also in West Side Story and Gypsy, two very big 1960s musicals. She did a film called All the Fine Young Cannibals, which she did with a man by the name of Robert Wagner. So are you guys familiar, familiar with Robert Wagner at all? Oh, yeah. Right. I'm definitely aware. I remember Robert Wagner from when I was younger. There used to be a TV show uh, 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 on called Heart to Heart. Do you guys know that show at all? Yes. Well, he ended up working with Natalie Wood in this movie, All the Fine Young Cannibals. And she was like, she always looked at this guy like she was enamored by him. Because when she was a child, she looked up to him as an actor. He was 26 when she was 19. They started dating, and I, I believe a year later they got married. Uh, they stayed married for about five years. It was a little bit of a tumultuous marriage, uh, and then they separated. She ended up marrying another guy in England for a, a couple of years and ended up leaving him because she listened in on one of her his phone calls with their personal secretary, and it did not go how she wanted it to go. So she left him and ended up going back to Robert Wagner. The two of them dated uh, or got remarried, and uh, around this time, she was do- started doing a movie um, called Brainstorm. Uh, she was doing this with co-star Christopher Walken. Oh! Oh, Christopher Crazy. Walken. And I'm here, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about what happened. If I'm barely moving, I'm Christopher Strolling. Oh, I get it. Uh, <laughs> okay, so yeah, so she's in this film with Christopher Walken in 1981. During the Thanksgiving weekend, they take a break from filming, and she invites him to come out on this yacht that she that her husband, Robert Wagner, owns, uh, and they're going to go spend the weekend off the Catalina Islands. So uh, Christopher Walken, um, Robert Wagner, Natalie Wood, and the boat captain... Uh, sets, his name's Dennis Davern. They all set out uh, on November 28th, 1981 for the bay to be out, uh, you know, out in the Pacific Ocean and just spend time on the on the yacht 
enjoy Thanksgiving, you know, weekend together. Like I said, the next day, November 29th, 1981, her body's discovered floating face down. So mm-hmm. what happened? They question the captain. They question Robert Wagner. They question Christopher Walken. So the story that comes out, according to the captain, and this comes out much later, not not during the initial investigations, but according to, because in the initial investigation, let me just get this out here. They said they didn't know what happened, that they were having a good time, that they, you know, he, she said she was going to bed with a headache, and when Wagner, Wagner went back to the bed, she wasn't there. So nobody knew what happened. What came out later was that all of this went down. All evening, they're all drinking and having a good time. They're having dinner and talking. Um... And Robert Wagner starts to notice that Natalie Wood seems to have taken a little bit of a, a liking to Christopher Walken. And who couldn't, with how I talk, uh, and he didn't like it, dude. Robert Wagner was starting to get a little jealous. And the night continues to, to go on. Um, he sees that they're giggling and laughing and, you know, sitting a little too close and what ends up happening, uh, as the story goes, is Wagner grabs a bottle of wine and smashes it on the table and points the broken jagged end at Christopher Walken and says, what are you trying to do, fuck my wife? And everybody just no. kind of, <laughs> hey, buddy, <laughs> look, calm down. There's nothing happening. Uh, you know, listen, chill out. And, and so Davern is said to have pulled Wagner out of the room and told him to chill out. Um Natalie Wood went down to her room. She was upset, and Wagner went down to talk to her. Um, Davern, the captain, says he heard them fucking fighting, like one of the worst fights he's ever heard, even like scuffling sounds. He heard scuffling and kind of banging, and then he heard what sounded like the, I guess these yachts have dinghies uh, that that they keep, you know, just in case they have to, you know, um, to, to leave the boat. So he heard it being undone and it splashes into the water. And then all of a sudden he hears her screaming. So then Robert Wagner comes back in, tells Davern, nope, let's go back up and hang out with Christopher Walken. And they go back up and start drinking. And she keeps screaming for help. Is This is Davern's uh, report. She's screaming for help. A couple times, Robert Wagner screams out, out the window at her, you know, hold your horses. We're going to come get you. Calm down. And that's it. That's all we hear of what happens. Then Davern says he doesn't know what happened because the rest of the night is kind of a blur. So the thing that makes this kind of weird is when they started investigating this originally, none of this comes out. They say, you know, we don't know what happens. It's ruled uh, uh, accidental death. Like I said, the first coroner said it was an accident by drowning. Her parents and sister said that's impossible. Impossible. Because Natalie Wood had like the worst phobia. She was absolutely terrified of water, open water. She didn't swim. She did not like that. There would be no way she would ever try to leave the boat and get in a dinghy. Uh, Impossible, they said. But there was no way to prove it. Well, apparently, um, and this just happened recently. So apparently in 2000 and... Christ Almighty, what was it, 2012 or 2011? 2011. Davern came out and said he lied during the initial investigation. Oh, no! Yeah. 
He Christopher Walken. So basically, it went from we have no clue what happened because she went to bed and then all of a sudden she was gone to the story I told you. This is what came out in 2011. So immediately, Chris, uh, Christopher Walken in 2011 hires a lawyer and cooperates with the investigation. Robert Wagner says, give me a break. I've already talked about this. I don't want to deal with this anymore. In 2012, L.A. County Chief Coroner uh, Lakshmanan, I'm sorry about just destroying this name, Satyavagiswaran. Wow. Uh, that sounds right. Um, you sound like Christopher Walken turning into a vampire now. <laughs> I want to suck your blood. Uh, he amended the original death certificate. He went over all of the information that, that was recorded and said that, no, it was not uh, an accidental drowning. It was a drowning, but there were other undetermined factors in what caused the drowning, that the, the circumstances were, quote, not clearly established on how she ended up in the water. So in 2013, they offered a 10-page addendum to the autopsy report says that she may have sustained some of the bruises uh, before she went into the water. And in 2018, guys, last year, February of last year, Robert Wagner was named a person of interest in the investigation of, into her death. I remember that. I remember reading about that. So, what are your guys' thoughts? There, there's a lot of strangeness in this. I mean, it's... Like, if we're just going to take what Wagner says at face value, yeah, what he says happened, uh, it's just like nothing to me makes sense. Like, I, at the very least, I truly feel that every person on that boat who's still alive knows what happened. Yeah, for sure. Even Christopher no Walken. I would feel like maybe Christopher Walken's the only one that gets a pass because he's probably wasted from drinking. And you know how, like, when you're at that a party. Doesn't, that doesn't excuse you, though. No, no, no. But listen, you know how, like, you're at a party and you're talking and you're hanging out and stuff. And then you're, like, you're, you're really feeling it. And then everybody kind of lingers out and moves into a different room, but you haven't moved yet. And the next thing you know, you're opening your eyes and a couple hours has passed. I could see that happening if everybody had left. Maybe he started dozing off, and when Wagner came back, he didn't realize what time it is. He, as, as far as he's concerned, they stepped out for a minute, came back, and they were back into the partying mode. Well, I mean, that's just a while. I mean, that's just assuming that we don't know. Right, right, like, right. There's so right. many things it could be. Uh, I, I mean, I guarantee they were drinking. Like, I bet that's the only true part of all oh. this honest part they've all said. Easy. That, yeah, we've been drinking. Um, I, it's obviously there's some foul play in my – I've always felt it was very strange how she died. I mean, yeah, but it's just weird. Like, the reason I think Walken might have more to say about it too, and I like Walken a lot. But, uh, you know, if if you were like accused, outright accused of uh, doing more than flirting with somebody's wife by the husband, and you're all in the same small confined space, yeah, and then all of a sudden she's gone. And it's just you two. Is it not still just going to be really weird and strange? Right. Like cause, awkward? Because they said they kept drinking and were hanging out and like yeah. talking. and Yeah, that doesn't make any sense to or me. Or did Wagner come in and he's like, hey, man, I'm so sorry. I've just been drinking. You know I love you, man. He's like, hey, <laughs> I know uh, we've all been drinking. Yeah. Uh, but then the other thing is, if they put her on a little dinghy, which is like a little boat, right? Is that what a dinghy is? Yeah, yeah. It's like a little. It was a. It was a, an inflatable raft. Yeah. How did did she 
was there like a wave or something that tossed her out of the boat or something? Who like, how knows? Did she drown who knows? Who knows how long she was in there? They did say they found scratch marks on the dinghy itself as well uh, from her nails. So she may have fallen out, like you said, and was trying to get back in. And she yeah. already had that fear. She was already right. absolutely petrified. Maybe she was trying to jump back onto the boat, you know, trying to grab on and, and get up on the boat. She was that scared that, and then she fell into the water. Yeah. Well, my honestly, I feel. Uh, I mean, I don't think we'll ever actually know because I honestly don't think anybody's actually going to ever come out and be completely honest because they'd, be, they'd have a lot to lose. <laughs> I mean, Wagner is. I mean, how old is he now? I mean, he's, he's like an old man. 90, now. 91. Yeah. So I mean, what's it even? I even hate to say this because I feel really bad for her family, uh, and for her obviously, but and for her family that they don't really have real answers. But I mean, that's the only thing he could do is give them answers. I mean, what? <laughs> I mean, just put, getting justice against him wouldn't really mean much to me now. Yeah, he's, he's already made it that long. He's going to be ninety, and Walken's going to be seventy-six. So that can tell you what the age difference was back then. So you could see Wagner getting jealous, right? Yeah. What do you think, yeah. Carter? I think he killed her, man. You think he killed I've, you? I've like he went back out there and then actually killed, killed her? Yeah, I think he did. Oh, I see. I was assuming like he put her out there and to like to teach her a lesson for you know whatever it was, and because he knew she was petrified, like it was that psychological kind of. Uh, you know, bullying. Well, then he still killed her technically if he yes. did that because yes. he never got her back. Yes, that's exactly. I, I, that's what I was trying and to get at. Do you think he ki- went back out and literally killed her, or he killed her by letting her be out there drowned? Well, here's the here's the thing. If she's this petrified of water, she probably doesn't know how to swim, right? I don't think so at all. No, and you okay. can go back. And that's, so all you'd have to do is toss her in the water. Yeah, go to right? after that. It just nature takes its course. Right? Maybe, maybe he tossed her in the water and then untied the dinghy to say he put her in the dinghy and then went against that story later. Yeah. Yeah, so, or maybe she was in the dinghy at one point and he went down there and tossed her out. Yeah, you can actually go on YouTube and find um, interviews where she's talking to the interviewer and she discusses her her absolute. Ter- how terrified she is of water, open waters, murky waters, rivers. She's absolutely terrified. Why was she on a boat then? Because I hate that stuff too, so I don't go on boats. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. But... I think maybe because when she's on the boat, as long as she's allowed to just be like on the in part of it and not, you know what I mean? She didn't hang out on the outside or on the, I don't know. You said right. it was a yacht, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're huge. Okay. Well, that, yeah. I was going to say, that's like, that's like, that's not anywhere near like a fishing boat. Or something like you can, I mean, I understand it's a giant boat, but I still wouldn't do it if I was that afraid of water. Yeah, I might do a giant boat just because it's like I don't know. I, I feel like a yacht is you know a little bit different than like my dad's pontoon boat, yeah, or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, it it's, is. It's kind of yeah. not quite the same thing, right? But well, my feeling is I, I agree with you. Go, if, you're, but, if you're that scared, why would you go out there? Yeah, um, what if she was forced to go out there? What if like she felt like she had to go out there because of her husband? Yeah, I mean that's a possibility too. That's another. If he's, hitting her, if, if he's abusive to her there, then mm-hmm. I mean it's it's pretty easy to say that he's probably he's more than likely. And obviously, this is me assuming. I don't know this for sure. Well, she did say but that it, it, he's been abusive to her before. Yeah, she did say she. There's memoirs that she put little actual audio recordings where she discussed her past relationship with him and that he had been abusive. Yeah, so that's. So I guarantee she felt like she had to go on that boat, even if she didn't want to. Yeah. But what was she, I mean, I just, 
I don't know. I feel like maybe there was something with Christopher Walken because, I mean, that dude was a good-looking dude back in the day when he was younger, man, and he was smooth talker, right? Like, everyone loved this guy, and he was just making a name for himself as an actor. Like, he, like people who worked with him were enamored by the way he acted and approached the method. Um, I, Deer Hunter is a big film uh, from back in the day, and he was in that film. Uh, De Niro was in it, too, uh, and... I think he he was uh, he he had amazing he was almost like um, Christian Bale in the in the Machinist where he completely emaciated himself by like eating bananas and drinking water for months and months so that he could lose all that weight and be very gaunt. So people were very impressed with him back then. So it doesn't surprise me, dude. I could see maybe where she was enamored by him. I just feel like if she was as terrified of Robert Wagner as. I feel like as it would require for her to get her on that boat, why would she invite Walken? Or did she invite him to avoid any kind of maybe, you know, Wagner st- stepping out of bounds? That this could is, be true. Yeah, that yeah. would be my thought. Like, you bring your friend with you, right? Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Because yeah. the, the captain was very well known to Wagner. But Wagner bought that that yacht, you know, years earlier and had this guy live there. Uh, and Wagner spent time with him all the time. So he got to really know the captain. And, and they became, I wouldn't say friends, but he, he knew him very well. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, it could be. And maybe she felt she couldn't trust. You know, Wagner would still feel comfortable treating her a certain way. So maybe if she brought Christopher Walken around. Yeah, that well, makes that's the sense other to thing me. is that the the captain saying this stuff about Wagner basically holding him hostage. Like, come on, man, that's not. Those are not the actions of an innocent person. Yeah, unless I mean, you got to think about it too. Back in those days, uh, being a Hollywood star, like you had a lot of power. You had power to ruin people's lives too. You know what I mean? You really did. And Wagner was a, a very well established. Uh, actor by then considered one of the powerful movers and shakers in Hollywood. Um, you know, I mean, they were both looked at like the the Brad and Angelina kind of a thing, like the power couple back then. So, so for a, a, a yacht captain to you know speak out against the guy who could destroy his life, I don't know. I could see that being intimidating, or like, or it could be like, what is that? Um, where you feel the affinity to the person who's doing you wrong because. You know, he already he took his he provided for you, paid you very well. You got to live on a yacht, you know, all this kind of stuff. Yeah, I think you're on to something, though. Like, you know, just think of your own life as an example. Uh, you act around people you don't know very well differently than you do people you know very well. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you put your best, you know, your best foot forward most of the time at somebody you don't know. Uh, you know, not that you need to impress everybody, but you know, you don't want somebody thinking little of you or whatever yeah so you try to be on your i guess best behavior whatever you want to say your a game yeah you want to be you want to have your a game on uh but then the second you know somebody like you know you can be more comfortable and can be more yourself which isn't always a great thing yeah i don't know so yeah the, the fact that we got a lot of what happened that night in the in the testimony of uh the captain who came out uh eight years ago to say look i've got stuff to talk about um Again, I don't think we're ever going to really know what happens unless Wagner definitely says, you know, okay, fine, I did this. Or Christopher Walken says, look, I was, you know, I never said this uh, and I'm on my deathbed now, but uh, this is what I do know. It's just so you guys know and the family has peace. I'm a vampire. <laughs> and I'll be back. <laughs> um, 
So there you go, man. The mysterious death of Natalie Wood. I don't think we'll ever know, but I feel like we're all three in agreement that definitely uh, one, if not three men on that boat know what happened, and at least one, if not two or three, are completely responsible. Yes. I wow. think so. Yeah, I mean, I, I tend to agree with Chris. I could kind of buy the I got drunk and passed out thing. Yeah. Because what if, now this is just a what if, what if Wagner brought her on the boat with the intention of killing her? Ooh. Wouldn't he want, uh, I keep wanting to call him Jeff Goldblum, even though it ain't Jeff Goldblum, but <laughs> wouldn't he want Christopher Walken to be hammered out of his mind? Live. So he wouldn't remember anything? Yeah, Lives you're right. Away. You're right. I think so. What if they were the same person, though? And we could just and if, do if, Christopher if Walken quotes and Jeff Goldblum quotes together. Right? Life. It it finds a way. Yeah, I did um, that already. Could, but that, what I'm saying is, like, if he's if he knowingly said, "Okay, I'm going to kill my wife tonight," and this is how I'm going to do it, you put it on his planner and everything. Yeah. Exactly right. Wednesday, he got the reminder. He got the reminder on his cell phone like 15 yeah. minutes beforehand. Kill wife. Kill wife. He's like, "Oh shit! Hey, uh, Chris, have another drink." Yeah, exactly. I mean, let's see who can drink the most in 15 no, I minutes. I don't know if anybody's ever thought about that. I mean, I'm sure they probably have that, you know, maybe this guy did go out there with the intention of killing his wife. There was but um, I'm just saying, it seems it seems really. I don't know, like. It, it almost seems like walking being there could work for him. Yeah. In saying, well, I got drunk and I'm not 100 percent sure how what it happened. happened. Right. You know, when I went to sleep, she was there. And when I woke up, she wasn't, because then it's all on Wagner, and he can say whatever he wants. Did they report her missing afterwards, or did they just find her body? They found her like, bo- Well, I think, oh, what it was is they let it go for a while. He wouldn't let it, because she was missing. They went out back out and found she was missing, and then they he wouldn't let them call. Like, he Wagner was like, no, we don't, we don't want to cause a scene. We can just look for her. And I think that's what it was, is Davern or one of the, somebody went out looking for her, and they found her body floating in the in the water. Oh man! It's, and then they call uh, for help. I mean, there's been so many instances of famous people literally getting away with murder. So, uh, to me, this is just another another one of those stories. Yeah, you know, there's been plenty. Of, like, uh, did you guys know that uh, you know plenty of uh, our famous people literally run over people in cars? Oh <laughs> like, yeah, it happens yeah, a Vince, lot. Vince, oh, Neil, yeah. Vince Neil only did 30 days for murder. Even politicians and politicians, uh, significant others. Oh, that makes sense to me. They're all dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we should do a whole episode on, uh, you know, celebrities running people over. Just <laughs> yeah, one after should, another. Honestly. Let's do it. Round ta- next right. round table. I'm coming for you, Matt. That's Martin. kind of a that's kind of a fun I one. I was just gonna say that, man. <laughs> I was just gonna say. Nobody that. talks about oh, it. You man. run over a person. Oh man! All right, guys. Uh, you guys, anything else before we head out of here? I mean, Glory's a great movie. Don't get me wrong, but come <laughs> on. <laughs> Leave some to the creepers' imaginations, dude. We're gonna present this as an episode, no joke, or even a, a special uh, Patreon, which is coming back in the month of November. So look out for that. There we go. We can do that. Um, anything else you guys want to say on the Natalie Wood disappearance or the mysterious death of? Uh, just I'm sorry, Robert just... Wagner. Please don't kill me. I'm not afraid of him. Um... He's in his mind. Uh, I'm more. Johnny's going to challenge him to a UFC fight. Yeah, there you go. I just feel I just feel really bad for her, her and her family. Like that's you know, it's just awful. 
It's just no, I, I have, agree. There's just got to be the worst thing in the world. So, yeah. Well, alrighty then. Well, that's another week of History Creeps Creepers. Uh, if you don't mind, Carter, hit the lights. Johnny, lock the windows. Creepers, make you your way it. outside. And we're out of here. Creeper Club is closed for the evening. We'll see you guys next time. And as always, stay creepy.